0: You're probably used to going to the airport and having border agents go through your handbags and suitcases, perhaps even patting you down. But what about asking for your cell phone or laptop? A new lawsuit is challenging the Department of Homeland Security's searches and seizures of electronic devices without warrants as violations of the First and Fourth Amendments. The policy allowing border agents to search or seize devices was enacted by Homeland Security during the Obama administration. But the number of searches of electronic devices devices by U.S. Customs and Border Patrol has surged in recent years. Joining us is Bloomberg News legal reporter Eric Larson. Eric, the border search doctrine operates as an exception to warrant and probable cause requirements, and you don't have much expectation of privacy at an airport while the government has a great interest in national security. Does this lawsuit address that?
1: Yes, it does. And it really could be one of the next big cases to eventually go to the Supreme Court Uh, with security versus privacy concerns. It's always a big issue. Uh, And the reason that this exception to the Fourth Amendment at the borders is so interesting here is because we have so much personal information on our phones now. You know, it's okay to look through luggage, through people's purses and bags, and maybe even to open a laptop to make sure it is a laptop. But to essentially be demanded. They demand to turn over your phone and go through all the data. They might copy it down using sophisticated forensic tools, demand the password, you unlock it. They start looking through all your photos and emails. And that's what they do. It it doesn't affect very many people, but it could happen to anyone. Eric, tell us about the the allegations in this lawsuit. Uh, Give us a flavor of what people are saying happens to them at the border. Well, uh, one gentleman uh, whose story stood out, one of the plaintiffs, uh, said that he was coming back over the border from Canada after uh, doing a social event in Toronto. And they physically restrained him and pulled his phone out of his pocket after he refused to turn it over. He said that he had just had it examined at the border three days before. He sort of just felt like he was being harassed. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they they did that. They demanded it. They looked through his phone and they didn't find anything. Um, but obviously it left this gentleman shaken. Uh, and a lot of other people reported the same uh, same type of thing, not with the violence, but being coerced into handing over their passwords, uh, being forced to wait while agents look through all their private information. Um, there is no nothing in the lawsuit about um, any sort of racial profiling or discrimination, but the ACLU, the rights group uh, that filed the lawsuit on behalf of these people, uh, they did say in their press release, they pointed out that the plaintiffs are mostly Muslim or people of color. Uh, which is an interesting element, but isn't actually tied to any specific claim.
0: Eric, according to policy, the government can't compel travelers to unlock their phones or their computers. But the plaintiffs are claiming they were intimidated into it.
1: Well, yes, because if they don't... Uh, open it up, they can seize it and they can say, fine, you can go on your way, but you're leaving your laptop and your phone here. It could be weeks, months, or even longer before they ever get those devices back. And you know how people are so tied to their devices now, and uh, they might just hope, you know what, fine, here you go, have a look, uh, and hope that they just don't find anything embarrassing or send it around to their friends. They have no idea what they're doing with this information because the ACLU mentions that they have asked uh, to find out what exactly they are you doing with uh, the information that they seize and they don't, they don't say and they don't know. So the people just gamble. They hand it over. They say fine. They cooperate. They want to be on their way. They're in a hurry. They want to get home. Eric, is the allegation in the lawsuit that there is some explicit or implicit Trump administration policy uh, that they're enforcing uh, or is it possible these are just isolated incidents that happen, uh, happen among the, the millions of border crossings every year? Well, the government's own data that is cited in the complaint shows that there has been a, quite a big increase in the, t- these types of searches. Um, so it is increasing under Trump uh, that, that could just be part of the administration's overall a uh, crackdown on various types of immigration and border security issues. Of course, that's one of the main issues that he ran on. Uh, so the immigration apparatus might simply feel justified in increasing these types of searches. And again, while they are ramping them up quite a bit, it still does impact only a small portion of travelers. Uh, but for those who are impacted, they feel like it is simply against their constitutional rights, that these types of data and information that is on your smartphone is not the same as what's in your luggage and your purse, and it should be treated differently.
0: Less than a minute. No court has ruled that a warrant is necessary at U.S. ports of entry and airports. So this would be new law?
1: It would be. I mean, the the Ninth Circuit out in San Francisco did rule, I believe in 2013, that, uh, that Agents needed a reasonable suspicion in order to carry out a detailed forensic search of a phone. But again, that hasn't doesn't apply nationwide, uh, and actually, the ACLU mentions that they're not even sure that that's being applied in the Ninth Circuit. So, uh, yes, it, it, if if this were to go to the Supreme Court, it would completely change. Uh, how our phones and our personal items are dealt with at the airports.
0: I remember uh, Judge Kaczynski during the oral arguments and that, questioning how long the lines would be if they started seizing everyone's cell phones. Thank you so much. As always, that's Bloomberg News legal reporter Eric Larson.